Good morning. The Hula Ministry, Nabahine Hilina Iya Yesu, is celebrating our sovereign, supreme God today in the Mele Ooi Iyo. This Mele recounts who God is, and the Hawaiian poetry says so much in so few words. Our worship will be Ooi Iyo, so be blessed and let the music soar over you. Aloha. Ike kana vai o ke akua, ma ke kanaka o loko. Aka, o ike au ike kahi kana vai, i loko o ko umau la la e hakaka ana me ke kana vai o ko umanao. A, e hoolilo ana yau i pio no ke kana vai o ke o kaheva i loko o ko umau la la. From Acts 7, verses 22 and 23. For in my inner being, I delight in God's kanavai, but I see another kanavai at work in me, waging war against the kanavai of my mind and making me a prisoner of the kanavai of sin at work within me. Kanavai, law. We are subject to laws of all sorts, laws passed in the legislature and courts. In our ohana, there may be someone who is known to lay down the law. These kanavai are evolving through challenges and affirmations, because our human minds change and our opinions too from time to time. Not so much ke kanavai o ke akua, as he is immutable, so are his kanavai. He has called creation into being and has set forth the kanavai for the proper order and working of it. Paul describes how his kanavai and ours are not always in accord. Being adverse to God and contrary to his kanavai 
is common among humanity through all time. When we feel pulled away from the kanavayokeakua, we can look to the source, remembering that God is love, his kanavai as well. His kanavai and aloha nui to you. Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like. But I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night. And you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. When I see many searching for answers. Jesus, you're perfect. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. To us. Sing that again. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways. You are perfect in all of your ways to us. So it's love so undeniable. I, I can hardly speak peace so unexplainable. I, I can hardly think as you call me Deeper still as you call me Deeper still as you call me Deeper still into love, love You're a good, good father It's who you are It's who you are it's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You're a good are father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. Let's sing out one more time. Good, good Father, it's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. give life, you are love, you bring light 
to the darkness you give home you restore every heart that is broken great are you Lord it's your breath in our lungs so we pour Pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you only. Great are you, Lord. You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness you give home you restore every heart that is broken great are you peace to you from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that all things may be well with you and you all be in good health even as your soul prospers. I also pray that you may have ears to hear 
eyes to see and a heart to understand what the Spirit of the Lord wishes to share with the church, that you receive everything that God wants you to have today, this morning. Amen? Well, my topic this morning is do not harden your heart. If you're like me, you have a hard time dealing with change, you know, or any new suggestion that doesn't agree with what I'm doing or what I believe, you know. And my first uh, scripture is Hebrews 12 to 13, you know, um, they, they had their belief set already, yeah? They had the Ten Commandments. They had uh, <clears throat> everything set up for their, for, their, for their worship and their type of worship, you know? <clears throat> but Jesus came, yeah? Jesus came. And here's the new covenant. And so... Jesus was like, you know, had to proclaim that, hey, you know what? Now I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know, and there was a lot of opposition, yeah? Because we they didn't want to just, uh, <clears throat> to abandon their old beliefs to, to this because they, it, was, it was brand new, right? Even though they they saw all the signs and wonders, you know. But anyway, I'll share this uh, Hebrews chapter three, twelve to thirteen, and verse fifteen. See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness, you know, um, as has been, and verse 15 says, as has been said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. And he was, and <clears throat> this speaks about um, the, the Israelites rebelling in the wilderness, you know, they were like, complaining all the time and they always looking back at Egypt and <clears throat> complaining to Moses yeah and actually inciting each other yeah to kind of like to form a kind of like a mob mentality I think at one time they wanted to replace Moses you know but anyway it made them stubborn you know and now and now they have this new covenant and we're trying to get like everybody on board to believe in Jesus because Jesus is the true way. Yeah. You guys couldn't follow the old way. Yeah. And your hearts became hardened because you couldn't follow it. And you started making up your own ways to doing things. Yeah. And, and you know what? <clears throat> when we do things over and over. Yeah. We let the foothold, you know, we let devil, the devil stick his foot in and that becomes a foothold. And, you know, we keep sinning and that foothold becomes a stronghold. The stronghold is kind of like uh, an unhealthy belief uh, or uh, an unproductive behavior or even destructive behavior. And this condition is progressive, yeah? And then my next scripture, it talks about um, what we become. Yeah. And so this is from Matthew 13, 13 to 15. And it's first uh, comes out in Isaiah chapter six, I think. And it's repeated in the four gospels and also uh, in Acts. So this is a really important one. It must be, it's repeated that many times, yeah? <clears throat> and uh, Jesus came and he was performing all these signs and wonders. He was healing, yeah? He was healing people. He was casting out demons. Nothing that the Pharisees were doing, yeah? Even though they were in charge of, 
their people. <clears throat> he was telling, uh, he was telling his, his, his disciples, this is why I speak to them in parables. Yeah, though seeing they do not see, though hearing they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For these people's heart has become callous. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. So they, they were kind of suffering a disease, disease of perception because <clears throat> they weren't willing to believe in Jesus and the new covenant. Yeah, and that Jesus was kind of telling them, hey, you know what? Um, I am the new way. I am the truth. I am the ultimate. This is God's plan. For, you, for his people, yeah? And he knew they wouldn't understand, yeah? But he was, you know, like I said, he was trying to explain to them, yeah? Actually, he never explained anything, yeah? He just proclaimed what he wanted them to know, but he explained everything to his disciples, though, you know? They knew all the things that were going over everybody else's head. Yeah. <clears throat> but he had the power. Yeah. Nobody else was healing. Nobody else had uh, was prophesying. Nobody else was raising the dead and casting out demons. You know. But you know, he said, you know, this is why these people's hearts have become callous. Because they don't want to believe, yeah? They just want to believe what they think, you know? And <clears throat> that calloused heart will not believe in any new thing because our old ways are so ingrained in us, yeah? That when something new comes along, no, the old way is better, you know? I do it this way and I'm not going to change, you know? We become so close-minded and uh, leaning on our own understanding yeah and so prideful about everything about our beliefs yeah i do it this way nobody else is going to tell me yeah well that's how these people were they didn't want to listen to what jesus had to say they didn't want to believe in him yeah and so their hearts were hardened. And so that was the dilemma. <laughs> and that's my topic, my next topic, you know? Our dilemma, our problem, the heart. It's from Genesis 6 5. You know, the Lord, you know, God created us. And created our hearts. He didn't create robots. He gave us free will. Yeah. And we do things from our hearts. Yeah. The Lord saw. Genesis 6, 5. The Lord, the Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on earth. And that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. You know. Um. Man just became worse and worse. Yeah, they didn't become better and better. They keep they became worse. Instead of doing good, they were doing evil, and they were thinking of ways to do evil. You know, creating new ways to do evil. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So God started all over again, and that was the flood. But He found one man with a good heart. Yeah, well, kind of good. Yeah. One that he could work with. And that was Noah. Because Noah was obedient. Everybody else was just doing their own thing. But Noah was obedient. And we started with Noah. Yeah. But the next time we see uh, in Exodus 14.8. We see the Lord 
hardened the heart of Pharaoh because, you know, the whole people were, were oppressing his people. Yeah. <clears throat> Exodus 14, 8. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, so that he pursued the Israelites who were marching out boldly. And, and <clears throat> this is after the 10 plagues. Yeah. The Lord kept hardening Pharaoh's heart so they, they could feel the full wrath of God. Yeah. God was so angry with them because, you know, his people saved Egypt. Remember when Joseph went in, yeah, and told them about the famine that was coming? Seven years of abundance and then seven years of famine. Joseph saved these people and then, but these people didn't remember. So God was angry with them and he hardened Pharaoh's heart to the point where, you know, he was willing to allow his people to suffer. Yeah. So he's showing, he's actually showing the Israelites what happens to people whose hearts are hardened. Yeah. <clears throat> he was willing to sacrifice everything for his own selfish gain or his own will. Yeah. And he's watched his army perish in the Red Sea. See, when they are marching out boldly, you know, God parted the sea. Yeah. And those signs and wonders that the Israelites saw, yeah, eventually their hearts became hard. That's why in, in Hebrews it talked about their hearts became hard. And you know what? They never got to see the promised land. You know? And so, you know what? It's easy to see, you know, people whose hearts are hardened who just want to do things their own way, who won't listen to any other opinion or view because they are right. Yeah, I am right and everybody else is wrong. It's my way and nobody else's way. Yeah, we all know people like that. We see them on the TV. Leaders, look at, you know, Russia. Huh? He's... Um, he just going in, taking over the country. He don't care. Yeah. But can we see this in ourselves? Can we see where our hearts have been hardened? Do we harbor unforgiveness? Are we a bit, a bit closed-minded? Do we, do we openly listen to other people's suggestions or opinions? You know, Kahu is always raising the bar on us. Yeah. He's always telling us, um, you know what? If, you know, one of the suggestions was, hey, pray for one hour. Yeah, now we got the cards. And I'm like, what is your go-to scripture? Yeah, Kahu always wants us to uh, raise the bar, but how are we receiving it? Yeah, do we openly receive it with joy and say, yes, let's do this? Yeah, or do we reluctantly like, Oh, man, another thing, you know. That's where the heart is hard, yeah. Why don't we just, um, I like to say, just try it. Just try it, yeah. Jeremiah 17.9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? That's the general assessment throughout all mankind since we were created, this is with a heart that's not committed to God. That's how it becomes. The thing is, do we admit defeat? Yeah, I can't do this on my own. People whose, uh, whose hearts are hardened, whose hearts are callous. And, and I remember calluses, they... Calluses don't come from doing things once in a while. Calluses, a callous heart comes from everyday habit and use. Every day I do this. I always do this. This is my go-to thing. I, uh, some people always go to anger. Some people just, you know, just shut down. You know, it depends. Yeah. Where are your calluses? Do you see the calluses in your heart? 
Yeah. So what do we do? Well, God says we all need a change of heart. That's my next topic. Yeah. We need a change of heart. We need to give God our heart. Yeah. We need to surrender our heart so he can give us a new one. This is from Ezekiel 36, 26 to 28. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Then you will live in the land I gave your ancestors. You will be my people and I will be your God. Yeah. I need to surrender my heart to God so he can give me a, a change of heart. I needed a new heart. Yeah. So I can repent. You know, Kahu's message came from Second uh, Chronicles seven fourteen. Yeah. With my new heart, my new attitude, my new spirit. Yeah. I can, I can, uh, I can say, um, what does it say? If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, you see, uh, a calloused heart will not humble themselves. It's too much pride. Yeah. Who humble themselves, pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. We want to change these things that were hurting us. They were a prison to us. They were a prison. We don't understand. We thought it was freedom, but those old, those old behaviors, those old ideas were a prison. Okay, <clears throat> humble themselves, pray, seek, seek God's face, turn from their wicked ways. And then God will restore the relationship between God and us. Yeah, he says, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. Yeah, he'll give us a new heart and he'll heal our land. He will heal all our beliefs and our behaviors and we will have a willing spirit to actually follow him and have the joy of the Lord doing it and then you know what with our new heart we are new creations in Christ Jesus new creations and a willing spirit to follow him all the way yeah. Psalm 51 10 says create in me a pure heart O God and renew a steadfast spirit within me God heals us from the inside out, yeah, with our new heart, guided by the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit, you know? So what do we do with our new hearts? What do we do? You know, God gave us a new heart. You know what? The most important, I can, most important thing I can do with my heart is give it back to God. I'll give it in His hands. Yeah, I commit my heart to God. That's my that's my new topic. Mark 12, 29 to 31. <clears throat> Somebody asked Jesus, what is the most important commandment? And Jesus says, the most important one? Jesus answered, answered Jesus, is this, hear, O Israel. You know, Israel means wrestle with God. You know, he named these people, right? The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is like it, like this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Actually, you know what? <clears throat> if you love your neighbor, you be loving God too. God says, how can you say you love me and you not love your neighbor? You know? So, you know what? Let's make God our treasure. Jesus says, where your treasure is, there your heart may be also. And so God is the most important, the most valuable thing in my life. He is my treasure. Yeah? And then what do I do with my brand new heart? Yeah? How do I live? John 21, 17. And this is Jesus telling uh, Peter, um, do you love me? Remember, he asked Peter, do you love me? So this is the third time. Yeah. John 21, 17. The third time he said to him, 
Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because he asked Jesus. He asked him the third time. Yeah, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. This is where the cards come in. Yeah. We teach them about, about Jesus, about God. We teach them how to pray. Yeah. We equip them so they can live a life and life to the full, the one that Jesus and God wanted to live, wanted us to live all along. Yeah. We even got to feed uh, the sheep that keep getting lost. Even the peculiar sheep, the ones that are hard to feed, hard to love. We need to love those even more because they help us keep a healthy heart. This is, this is the best exercise. Serving God is the best exercise for us keeping a healthy heart. You know, Jesus says, it's better to give than to receive, yeah? So getting into a service, getting into a ministry, a, you know, serving God in, a, in some ministry, yeah? Oh, and don't forget, <clears throat> make sure before you go out and save all the sheep in the world, make sure that all the sheep at home are being taken care of first okay first and foremost feed feed the sheep that god gave you yeah service starts at home and then we can go into a church and we can do whatever we do and god will uh god will reveal to you where your gift is in the church or for anybody else you know as long as we don't make service and idol in our lives as long as we don't like be like the the pharisees and that took service as a position a position and elevate themselves above the other sheep we're the sheep okay serving the sheep jesus jesus gave us a great lesson when he washed his disciples feet what king what god would wash your feet yeah, this is what we got to do to each other. Yeah, this is how our hearts stay close to God through serving him. And so I got today's voice. Today's voice. And do not harden your hearts when you hear that. Because we're, um, we're coming up on <clears throat> uh, Resurrection Sunday. Yeah, Resurrection Sunday. And we usually prepare our hearts by abstaining from you know whatever behaviors or something that you know wouldn't <clears throat> is not healthy for us but jesus instead of abstaining from something what about doing something good yeah this is from isaiah 58 6 to 9 is not this the kind of fasting i have chosen to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Remember, starts at home. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. This is a healing way of life. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. Actually, this kind of fasting will sustain our life. Yeah. So you've heard the voice. Now what will you do about it? Kimo's message last week said, follow me. That was Jesus talking. 
Okay? Anyway, that's, that's today's message. Do not harden your hearts, brothers and sisters. I love you guys. Aloha. Praise God. Let us pray. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart and we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, Kirkua, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your son, Jesus, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name, Father. Amen and amen. On the night when Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. And after he had given thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Do this in remembrance of me. Epulikako. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for your messenger, our Kauhu. To him preach and bring the good news, Lord. David picked five stones, but he only used one. Just one scripture. Your word, there's power in the word. Father, I, I just ask at this time that you would cleanse us, Father. As we repent before you, before we partake of the bread and the wine. Forgive us, Lord. Wash us white as snow, Father. Partake, Father God, we, we take a little more of Jesus in us and the price that you paid. Then those scriptures that we're, we're quoting, Lord, will have power, will have meaning, will have mana in it. So, Holy Spirit, we just ask you go with us, draw closer to us. We pray we draw closer to you, Father, as you partake in this bread represents your bread, the bread of life. In Jesus' name, amen. You may partake. In the same way, after supper, he took a cup and saying, this cup is the new covenant of my blood. Do this in remembrance of me, for you all. Epulikako, Heavenly Father, as we partake of this cup this morning, as we commune with you, Asking for forgiveness, as Brother Zanga said. But meaning it from deep down inside, as your word says, Lord. Live your word to understand it, to go forth. Make fishers of men out there, Lord. Everything that your word has, let us continue to do it, Lord. With love, with humbleness, with peace, and with joy. That we can stand and say that we love the God that we serve. And we praise your name and we lift it on high. As we partake of this today, in remembrance of you, Lord. All that you did for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may partake. Yeah. 
Your breath. 
shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones will sing great are you lord the spirit is here let's harness it all the earth will shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones will So we pour out our praise to you, oh. 